What's up, everyone? This is the best show. And my name is Tom Sharpling, and this is being done with the magic of pre-recording. That's right. This is being pre-recorded because I am unavailable to do this week's show. Tonight's show, I who knows where I am right now. What if I was dead? What if I died between this being recorded and then the airing of this? Maybe I should say something very, like, poignant. That way, everyone will be like, wow, that was heavy that he said that on his final show. Life is precious, my friend. Life is what it's all about. Living. It's one thing to be living. It's another thing to be alive. It's the meaning of life. Life. Play that. Put that up on... uh, Where would something like that go? I don't know. Split Siders would be the only place to report my... I croak. Put split cider, put it in between uh, Paul Shear uh, selling a TV show and uh, the live report from uh, the pit. Be a little footnote at best. But maybe they'll put that clip of me saying, It is one thing. To live, it is another to be alive. Live. 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 Oh, boy. I'm going to take a call here on the best show. My posthumous episode. Potentially posthumous episode. Look, if I'm back next week, this is just a blip. Besho, what's up? Hey, uh, this is Aaron. Uh, who am I speaking to? Who do you think you're speaking to? Take one oh, guess. Oh, hey, how's it going? Take one guess, Chief. Uh, oh, yeah, how's it going, man? It's going all right. Where are you calling from, Aaron? Uh, Austin, Texas. Austin, yeah, you keeping it weird? Uh, not so much anymore. Not so much? Yeah, yeah. Still like it here, but probably moving in within the next year. Where are you going to move to? Uh, New York. Really? What brings that about? Uh, my girlfriend's finishing school up there and probably going to be moving up there with her. Nice. It is. I'm excited. I'm excited. I've been up there a few times in the last year and starting to get to know the place, but still pretty nervous about it. Well, look, you should be nervous about it, but it's, uh, but it's a brave new world you're going for. It. Look, a very wise man once said, it's one thing to live, but it's another thing to be alive. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Yeah, you're trying. Good, good. We got John Daly's going to call up in a couple minutes. You oh, like him? awesome. You like him? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's funny, absolutely. right? Been listening to him on a whole bunch of the podcasts. Yeah, he's like a... Uh, uh, He's like Mr. Every. He can do everything now, right? 
Apparently. Apparently, it seems that way. He can act, <laughs> and then he's in sitcoms, and he's, he's, just, he's just a success machine now. Looks that way. Looks that way. Have you listened to uh, Chris Gethard's new show yet? I have not. I want to hear it. It's pretty great, man. I just uh, finished up uh, the last episode today, and it, man, kind of had me in tears a little bit. It was pretty amazing. What what put you in tears? Oh, just the one we interviewed story was just uh, pretty pretty touching, and I don't know. I'm just a big weepy baby, and whenever anybody else starts crying, I kind of start weeping up too. Sure. Well, <laughs> look. What do you think? It's good. It's good. It's better that you're that way, and rather than somebody who doesn't cry enough. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose it, it can be a little embarrassing sometimes, though. You know. What's the worst time you cried? Like, what can you remember being like, like where you start crying and you're just like, oh, this is not a like you're actually having a hard time owning it. Uh, man, most I can remember are like some like really bad commercials. Like, I will start like I can't think of anything specific, but like. I've definitely, like, cried at, like, some, who knows, like, some medication ads or whatever. I don't know. You know, something, like, really lame. Man, what, like, like Chuck Woolery doing the thing for catheters? <laughs> that? <laughs> no, no, I can't say I've cried at that one. <laughs> Would you cry? Okay, I'll give you a couple scenarios here. All right. A report has just come in. Broadcaster Tom Sharpling died today. <laughs> um, sorry, man. No tears. It's just so funny hearing your voice right now. That I can't like put it together. I'm not. That's not me. <laughs> okay, here's one. Let me think. Of a good one. Did you hear the one with with the studio, uh, the half hour power, where we guessed his nickname, Slaw Dog? Uh, I caught the first part of. It. I don't know if I caught the second part. I got, I got flaw. I don't know if I ever got dog. Well, we're gonna get. We're gonna work on dog on the next episode. Oh, sweet. Did uh, did that make you uh, cry at all? <laughs> no, no, that's pretty hilarious. <laughs> He's a good dude, Dudio. I, I first of all, I don't know who came up with the nickname Dudio. Not into it. I'm really <laughs> not into the slaw dog nickname. Really? I thought you, it seems like you've been enjoying using it here for a while. No, no, I don't. No. I don't like it. <laughs> it's an abomination. See Batman versus Superman. No, no. I think I'm going to probably avoid that one. I uh, wanted to. I'm a pretty big nerd and love comic book shit. But I'm sorry. Excuse me. Goodbye. You curse you, toilet mouth. You toilet mouth bum. That's how you do that. Doesn't cut it up here in New York. We don't stand for uh, for toilet language, bro. That might work down there on the on the cattle ranch. Down there in Austin, when you're uh, branding steers, that don't cut it. Toilet language don't cut it up here in New York City. Best show. Hey Tom, what's up? This is uh, Rob in Portland, Oregon. Robin, what's going on tonight? Oh, not much. I, I just—are we talking about uh, what you would like to see come back? No, we're not doing that yet. That's uh, that's the show we were doing uh, last week. Oh well, you know what? I don't. Maybe I don't have anything, but I guess hey, I would like shh, to say. Shh, shh. Well, I'm pre-recording this. Oh, that's the show I'm going to do in a little bit. I apologize. That show happened last week. Mm. Robin, did you hear that one last week? 
about uh, the old people, right? No, the one about comebacks. Oh, no. Now I know. Now I'm hip. Now do you get it? I do get it. I'm sorry. Wasn't that a good show last week? Yeah, it was. I, uh, I've i been a big fan. I saw you guys at the Doug Fur out in Portland when nice. you did the live show. It was a fun show. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm a box set owner. Uh, I am nice. a, a true believer for sure. Good. I need as much help as I can get. Hey, you got it out here, man, for sure. Well, thank you. Well, what's, what's going on out there in Portland? What are you What are you up to? Oh, the sun's out today. Uh, probably after I get off here, throw on some proto martyr and uh, see what I can get into. Oh, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> you plus proto martyr right. times Portland equals question mark. Boing yeah, question boing mark. Right. <laughs> Maybe the three P's should be uh, Proto Martyr, Pabst, and uh, Portland. Pabst? Yeah, like PBR. Sure, you like Pabst up there? No, it's not that great. No, it's I not great anywhere. Be... It's garbage beer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Water. You might as well be drinking uh, Coors. Yeah, well, you might as well be drinking a glass of water. <laughs> yeah, it'd be better for sure. Right? Absolutely. Look, you're too, you're too casual. I can't handle it. Best show. Hey, this is Jesse in Toronto. Jesse, what's going on? I'm uh, I'm walking down the street right now with uh, the Domino's pizza, and uh, I'm looking forward to eating it. But you know what it's called? It's called a, called a Brooklyn-style pizza. A Brooklyn-style pizza. That's what the Domino's pizza is called? That's what the Domino's pizza is called. What's it have? Adderall on top? <laughs> what? I think, it... <laughs> I think the only difference is that the... The pepperoni is bigger, as far as I can tell. That's the only difference. Bigger than that Canadian pepperoni. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes right? we shred it. Yeah, we don't shred our pepperoni down here, bro. Yeah, what I like about the shredded pepperoni is that it, uh, you, you know, you don't bite into it. You don't pull off half the half the slice of cheese. Okay, well, I don't if, you, if you, you know, you bite into a pepperoni. Yeah, well, apparently you, nobody taught you to eat pizza correctly. You learn how to get to use your look. You're a, you use your incisors. I think that's what they're called, right? <laughs> yeah, incisors. Yeah, yeah. Incisors, maybe the the eye tooth. Yeah, use your eye tooth. Don't yeah, just bite it. You bolt it like a dog. What are you, right? What are you, a dog? <laughs> I'm, I'm a dirty dog, dude. Yeah, take it easy, dog. You're up All there right. in Canada. Take I'll it easy. Try. I'll try. How do you eat a How do you eat a Tim Hortons? You just did. You go shake your head. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how I eat it, Tim Horton. That's how you eat it? Yeah. Well, yeah. don't be trashy. Show right. some respect I'm for once I'm in trying. your life. All right. Have a good night. I'm being told to go to the hotline. I'm being told on the hotline is a uh, celebrity. I'm being told that this is a guy whose meteoric climb to the top is just, it's booster rockets have been attached to it. And we are now spectators to this. Look, we all knew this guy was funny. That was never up for, it was never up for discussion. It's always funny. But it came down to, is he gonna make, is he gonna make it? But now, and now the resounding answer is in. It's a, it's a, a unqualified yes. It is my pleasure to welcome to the show, John Daly! 
Hey, how are you? What's going hey, on? Hey, what an introduction. You. Lord. Well, this is your year, John. Oh, well, thank you very much. You're doing, you started, this is how you started off 2016. Right. Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. Zoolander number two. Just boom, boom. Yeah. February. Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Then I'm... you get some like fancy sitcom show pilot sure. thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Got that going on. Yeah. Yeah. Now April. <laughs> <laughs> now in April, you've got your own Adult Swim special. Yeah. Yeah. Very excited. Very excited. Yeah. Share yeah. share the ball a little bit. You got to share the ball uh, a little bit. Hey, listen, I'm trying. I'm trying my best. I'm I'm just out here trying to be funny, trying to make everybody uh, like me. You know, <laughs> trying to be likable. <laughs> sure, you're trying to be so likable. That's, that's my strategy. My so trying to be. So what is this special? Let's just go what to the special, right to the heart of the matter. Well, let me tell you. Um, the special is on Adult Swim. Um, it is based on uh, largely the fact that uh, there's a golfer out there who is um, rather a, a, a character, a bit of a character named John Daly, and my name is John Daly. So his has an H in it, though, right? John has. Yeah, an H. there's a there's an H in his name and not in my name, and so I've kind of been on this uh, quest. To whatever uh, I guess uh, make fun of that or something I've always thought it was he came out when I was about you know 14 or so John Daly he won the British Open he was on a hot speak he's from Arkansas he doesn't play by the rules he's like I think it's safe to say he's the Donald Trump he kind of and he has that sim, not dissimilar hair yeah like he's kind of got yeah. it's like a they're both famous for hair. Yeah, like it's like a, it's like a, what is it like? It's not like a mop. It's more like it's a, a classic mullet. It's yeah. A, it's, a, it's a, yeah. Like an old guy's mullet. It's like an old guy's mullet and it's, it's pretty much like platinum white, like all golfers. <laughs> so it's <a> platinum. <laughs> Blonde mullet. It's very striking. So they both got famous hair. So, so yeah, he's kind of a uh, loud mouth. In fact, he's got a line of his own pants called Loudmouth Pants, um, which are brightly colored, kind of a parody of old-school 60s golf pants. Yeah, the, the, the brash, uh, multicolored pants. So he has his own line that, uh, yeah. so, yeah. And well, maybe he's, they sponsor him, yeah. And he's also a guy who's legendary for gambling. He'll go to a casino and... He plays slot machines. He, he plays like yeah. the big money slot machines. Yeah, he plays. <laughs> yeah, he really catches in on those on those slots. So I don't. I, I hope he's not camp. I know that he's been he's cleaned up his act a, a bit. Okay. Uh, over the past few years, I don't, you know, but uh, he's definitely had some antics. Just 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 Google his name. See some antics that have gone on with him. But he's definitely on the straight and narrow path. I think, which is cool. Uh, whether, well, you know, it's great for anyone. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, I kind of like had this project called, uh, the John Daly is John. It, it's a website called John Daly is John Daly. Uh, John Daly spelled my name way. 
uh, J-O-N, is John Daly, spelled his way, J-O-H-N, daily.com. John Daly is John Daly.com, and that is kind of me going out on a golf course with a photographer. <laughs> My friend Jen Rose did a, a special effects makeup, kind of like four hours of makeup to look exactly like John Daly in his heyday. And so we took lots of pictures, hundreds of photographs, and the website is kind of this menu for disseminating those photographs on the Internet so as to take over his Google image search. Yeah, to like, so, to, to kind of like, to kind of like skew it to where yeah, the algorithm yeah. would somehow slide some of these photos into. Exactly. Yeah. And instructions on how to put it on the Internet so that, and this is, it's been successful, you know, it's like, if you Google him, Google images, there are images of me as him, kind of weirdly mixed with his images of him. So, they used to be like on the front page, there were like a bunch of them, but now you have to scroll down a lot of pages. So, it is, it's a, but it's a life project, you know. Never yeah. Go uh, no, this away. is, this is, there'll be ebbs and flows to this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, but, so this, this, this adult swim special is, iteration of that, which is now there is a famous uh, hot shot, okay? Yeah. Like, uh, if this were Caddyshack, I guess this, this would be Chevy Chase. It would be Ty. Sure. So this is, a hot, this is a hot shot. This guy is named Adam Scott. He's Australian. He is handsome, just like the actor Adam Scott. So, the idea of the special is, I am John Daly. Adam Scott is Adam Scott. And we play golf, and it's kind of kind of for no reason. <laughs> so <laughs> just classic golf. It's the it's the it's the cadences and the the lilt of classic golf. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> so so it's Adult Swim, yeah, and it's yeah. it's Adam Scott from from Parks and Recreation Parks and, Rec. and, and Step Brothers. So many movies, yeah. So it's that guy. Yeah, exactly. Plus John Dale. It's that guy, Adam Scott, the the comedian, as you know, who also has his namesake. And then you, who have your golfing namesake, you're out on the links, as they call it. We're out on the links. Absolutely, we're we really play. This is a, you're, you'll be watching us really play golf for real charity. Uh, the charity is that uh, uh, we gave, uh, well, Adult Swim anyway, gave um, quite a bit of cash to uh, St. Jude's Children's Hospital, who uh, Adam was playing for, and then uh, Save the Children at the other charity. So this is literally, this special is literally and actually for the children. That is unbelievable. This special <laughs> is, we literally legitimately help people. So you can't <laughs> argue with that. You know, at least we did that. <laughs> that is that is insane that you yeah. <laughs> turned, it's just like, people, how, you have to like this now because. Yeah, it's kind of like twisting your arm. Hopefully, yeah. you know, it's, it's got, it's, it's got it all. It's got uh, 60 fa- fashion. It's kind of like Mad Men era of golf. It's got, uh, uh, we have a uh, classic golf uh, pro named Eddie Marins, who is a legend from a Bel Air Country Club. He's calling the match. Um, and it's very, uh, yeah, straight up. And when is straight this on? Golf. When is it on? This is on April 8th. Uh, 
Yeah, April 8th. Friday? Friday, yeah. April 8th. Friday. April 8th. Uh, midnight, I believe. All but right. I may be. I may. Hold on. I may be wrong. Well, people should just check their listings on it, like they say. Yeah, check your check your local list. Yeah. Check your. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. So so that's it. Yeah. It's called the Adult Swim Golf Classic, by the way. John Daly versus Scott. It's actually the full name of it, literally, because we got Arby's to sponsor it. It is called Arby's presents the Adult Swim Golf Classic. John Daly versus Adam Scott. Uh, benefiting St. Jude Children's Hospital. That is unbelievable. Can you go where you, did you step away from the spot? You were in the sweet spot cell phone wise. You're, oh, you're, I was in, oh, how's this? How's uh, this? That's perfect. That's perfect. Okay. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm in uh, Hawaii uh, on my honeymoon. Hawaii? Yeah. So, so, yeah. So yeah. this call is coming from Hawaii. That is unbelievable. This is the dedication. Yeah, it's like 1 p.m. right now. Wow! Oh, so this you, is the love. This is a lovely thing to to do. So you in Hawaii? You, right I now. rarely get to talk to you. I know you're in Hawaii right now. I'm in Hawaii. Yes. And in Hawaii, what? What? You're you're there. You said for your honeymoon. I'm. Uh, yeah, it's my honeymoon. My wife and I are here. And are you and, just uh, sitting poolside? It's a very I'm not poolside right now because it's very windy outside. Okay. I I was trying to be poolside for this call, but it was just crazy. Uh, so, but it's very nice. I snork. I've been snorkeling, and uh, turns out I don't know if you've ever snorkeled, but it's uh, per, like one of the coolest things I've maybe ever done. <laughs> so you're. I don't want to be like sound weird because I'm too impressed by it, but like I I just went snorkeling and. I mean, in the first 10 seconds, I was just like, this is like, I just can't yeah. believe how this is like just jumping into an aquarium. So cool. You know what is funny when you think about that is that now you, you who have also, some of your obsessions have included John Daly, the golfer, but I would say equal to that would be the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now you have gotten a taste of what they're hooked on. The yeah. ocean and yeah, and now you're going to end up snorkeling down in in, the, in Los Angeles, and you're going to run into them as they're surfing. Oh my God, yeah, and they're going to be real surf punk, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I'll 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 be like, who is that? You know, those guys look really cool. And then I'll be like, oh no, it's Keaton, <laughs> yeah. it's Flea, it's Chad. <laughs> John's not there. They're, you know, it's probably Dave Navarro. He's surfing with them. Or that kid who they have now. That that kid. Don't they have a guy? There's no way they're giving him a full quarter share of the stuff either. When you go get like some 24-year-old to join the Red Hot Chili Peppers this late in the game, you know they're just putting yeah. him on salary. Yeah, it's like that Metallica movie where they're telling Robert Trujillo, they're like, oh, yeah, Okay, so you have 5% opinion, so your opinion counts for 5%. Yeah. Um, so we're 25% each, and yeah. we're going to go ahead and give you a million dollars. Yeah. And he starts crying, and you're just like, what is this creative <laughs> love? Like, what is this become? Yeah, that's going to be, Amazing. that kid must be in that spot where he's kind of like, hey, I thought we could do it. It's like, yeah, we didn't ask what you thought. Let's... uh <laughs> Just do it the way. Let's do it the way the other three of us want to do it, kid. We'll, we'll yeah. throw you a bone. You get to do a solo during uh, Danny California. 
Yeah, yeah. And we're going to treat like, yeah, we're, we're going yeah, to treat you like this. <laughs> this, this will never change. It'll just get worse until you see, like, like Jason Newstead in Metallica. They were like, you know, how can you replace yeah. Anyway, they got yeah. true. They got true hee ho. Yeah. So, I mean, so anyway, you, I, 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 I just want to say I really, I appreciate it very much. The etymology of slaw dog. Uh, you know. Oh yesterday. wow! Yeah, that was. I, or that was. I guess I listened to it yesterday, but I, <laughs> that was crazy. He, yeah. Yeah. Because he said straight up, you'll never, ever get. You'll never guess any component of this. Yeah. And within a half hour, we got sl- we got the origin of slaw out of him. Yeah. So That's now amazing. I'm going to work hard on getting the dog part out of him. Yep. And Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Do you think it's maybe, is it a door that I shouldn't be opening actually? Do you think it's that though? Like I don't know. It might be cool to have that mystery linger, but yeah, that's, that's the only reason I was like, oh wow. I don't know. A little more mysterious. It does make some more. Yeah. The slaw dog. Yeah. Yeah. He I'm, introduced himself on the phone as, as, as Dudio, and I was like, what? Well, that's... Uh, I don't know what to say, but okay, uh, you're being really nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should go along with that. Because right. uh, now, Dudio is like a name, in a way. Like, the idea, like, since slaw dog is apparently his nickname... Dudio has now become his actual name. Jason yeah. has, the ship has sailed on referring to him as Jason. Yeah. Like, now his given name is Dudio. Yeah. And well, when one you, of the reasons, yeah. Sorry. No, 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 oh, no. One of the reasons that I think Dudio is, well, Slaw Dog is so good, because Dudio is this name with a built-in explanation. Maybe you've gone over this, but it's yeah. a name with, like, the dude who built the studio, yeah. and... Law Dog is just this empty hole where you're like, that takes the place of studio, which has this built-in explanation, and it's a mystery. That makes it more of a cool mystery. Yeah, like you're not sure. Slaw Dog is very mysterious. Like it sounds like you picture him maybe making someone dig their own grave or <laughs> like well, who knows yeah. how this origin of this, uh, where it came from. Now, yeah. now John Daly... You, yeah. what, you were in Hail Caesar, which oh, I, yeah. was one of my favorite movies this year. I loved it. Oh, cool. Yeah, I thought great. it was really great. Great. And what? I don't know why I'm taking credit for going Anyway. No, you could take credit. You were in the opening Thanks. scene Thanks. of it. What was it like being in a Coen Brothers movie? Like, first of all, how did you get cast in it? Um, I just found out about it, and I told my agent, I'll do anything. Uh, uh-huh. to be in, or I'll do, you know, obviously, like, please get me 
an audition for this, so I auditioned for it. And then I uh, got to, like, screen test with the Coen brothers, which was amazing. And, uh, yeah, and then they, they liked me, so they cast me. And then, uh, yeah. Um, How, and then it so, was one day, you know. So when you screen test with them, they're in the room. You're coming in for the – once you make it past the audition stage and they're like, all right, we like this guy. We just want to make sure that there's some, not something wrong with him when he comes in. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think they wanted to, because I was kind of doing this, whatever, you know, just because I knew, you know, like a period piece. So I was doing a period accent or whatever. And so they, a lot of the tests, quote unquote, which was a stamina camera, was just playing with that kind of thing mm-hmm. and uh, that accent. And and uh, and then they kind of like look like they're examining you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, uh and you're like, uh, thank you for your contribution to American cinema. And then you leave. <laughs> and then, yeah. I actually said that to uh, Ethan Cohen. <laughs> and then thank walked you. out of the room. Thank you. So I, I rode uh, the uh, passenger van, the, you know, the van with him at one point. Like, he was talking about, like, the Three Stooges. And I was like, ah, thank you so much for, you know, you know, contribution to American cinema. <laughs> <laughs> and what did he say uh, but back? He was like, those guys just hear, it seems like they hear that so, so much that he was just like, ah, yeah, yeah, anyway. And then he was just like, oh, <laughs> Then just back to the uh, Three Stooges. Yeah, he was talking about the Three Stooges, yeah. That's not, look, I, I think it's awesome. And then you were in Zoo, you had a big part in Zoolander number two. Yes, and that was amazing, and I got to write on it as well yeah because you started off writing on that like i remember you were telling me like hey i'm writing on this thing and then yeah. maybe i'll yeah. do a tiny part in it but- yeah exactly yeah i didn't even think i just was writing and then i was in uh did it in rome which was completely amazing and uh so i was just kind of there for a while and then i ended up getting a partner so like after the fact after the writing, then you came back as an actor. I did. Yeah. That is fantastic. Well, I guess you, you, but you, look, you showed what you could do. You earned your stripes. Oh, oh I, I think, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's great. Everyone sees the blender too. It's great. It's so funny. I love it so much. Anyway. Look, I had a story, I had a story, an embarrassing story. No, go, uh, I, is it, is it, I don't want to take up too much time. No, no. I want to hear this. Okay. This is no Patty Smith. By the way, yeah. I just wanted to say as a side note, I was in the hotel. Remember? I, I don't know. Yes. I was there. I wasn't in the elevator. I think somebody else called when they were in the elevator. Somebody. I was. Uh, Claire O'Kane. Uh, right. I was talking to her in the lobby before it happened. Right. Right. But you... You had interviewed uh, Worcester and me for the for the uh, for the San Francisco yes. sketch fest. So you were staying in the hotel. Yes, and I I, I remember seeing the the bus outside. Someone <laughs> being like, "I think that's Patty Smith," and me being like, "No, that's like Good Charlotte. Patty Smith doesn't do that." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I went inside and I saw Patty Smith briefly. I was like, "Oh wow! Oh my god!" But then that story came out, and I was like, "Wow." That's great. But I have a, I was, uh, mine, mine involves a different celebrity who is, uh, German. He is. So anyway, we, 
my wife and I were, it was our anniversary, it was like three years ago, and we wanted to go to Spago for some reason, um, which is Wolfgang Puck's sure. flagship you know, uh, 80s restaurant. And uh, so we were watching him, we were watching Top Chef one day. He was off, and he was drunk, and he really made me laugh. He was very drunk, and he was like, oh, this is very delicious, <laughs> and very German and funny. And I was, like, laughing at him, and my wife was like, what are you laughing at? I was like, well, fuck's really funny. And, uh, almost swore. And, uh, so then we're at Spago, you know, and it's one of these 80s rests. Like, they go there on six in the city. That's 90s, I guess. But it's kind of one of these things where you're like, payday's over. So I was there. We had some apps. I was like, this is, this is really, it's good. It's good. You know, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> then I see, we see Wolfgang Puck. He is schmoozing around. Uh, he's, he's shaking hands, kind of being, a, you know, pressing the flesh, getting out there. He's at these tables with these, what seem like agents who are running a con. Kind of uh-huh. like uh-huh. 14-year-old girlfriends or, you know, just like these big-headed men and kind of like all these people. And I'm kind of just sitting there, we're eating, and I'm like, oh, those are clearly his friends. You know, he won't come over here. But all of a sudden, like five minutes later, my wife's face lights up. And she's like, hello, how are you? <laughs> blah, blah. I'm looking at you. Are you enjoying the meal? It's good, good. And, uh, I turn around. I'm not, I, I have no expectation of him being behind me. He's behind me. And I go, Oh, wow. So funny on TV. <laughs> so funny on TV. And he goes, Oh, I try, I try. Okay, and sure. Like, Oh, man. So funny on TV. What? That. Nothing about the. Which wasn't spectacular, but just yeah, isn't it? Anyway, it's like, look, I, 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 you, you, you meet people who are like famous people, and then it gets. It sometimes it's like you don't think too, you don't think anything of it because it's just like, oh yeah, people. Maybe at first you're like, oh wow, that's intimidating or whatever, but it's like weird, weird ones like catch you off guard, and then you just. That's when you blow it. It's not even like, because look, if I meet an, a comedian, it's like, oh, okay, look, I, I know what you're doing here. It's like, yeah. I'm impressed <laughs> at your success, maybe, but at least I understand the trade you're, you're working within. And right. I'm not, it's right. not like I'm like, how do you do this magic that you do? It's like, I'm, <laughs> but like some weird food guy like that it almost seems like a, like a, like a, it's like a, like a, magical creature or something. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That's... All those, yeah, those chef's table Netflix documentaries about chefs, you're just like, what drives these weirdos? Yeah. Like, these maniacs. Yeah. Little magic. Now, now look, John, I'm not going to tie you up on your vacation anymore, your honeymoon. Hey. I think it's, I'm so happy that we got to talk, and I'm excited about Arby's Presents... Help me yeah. through the help me through this title now. Arby's presents the Adult Swim Golf Classic. John Daly versus Adam Scott on Bull Eight on Adult Swim. 
April 8th, Adult Swim, midnight. Check your local listings. It's so exciting. Look, I will see, I will talk to you soon when you're back and congratulations on all this stuff. I'm so happy that things are going where they're going for you because you're, it is, these things are matching your talent. Oh, thanks. I really, that means a lot to me. Well, but just, I listen to your show every week and I just compliment. Well, you're the sweetest. The best. Right, I'll talk um, to you later, buddy. Okay. Enjoy the All vacation. Right, bye, hon. Okay. Bye. <laughs> John Daly. Deep in the slaw dog mythos. Boy, really. Really riding that out. He, uh, trying to figure it out. I don't know. I don't know. Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? Hey, this is Brendan in Somerville, Massachusetts. Brendan. In Somerville, Massachusetts. What's going on in Somerville tonight? Uh, not a whole lot. How are you doing tonight, Tom? I'm good. Good. Um, so I just had a quick movie question for you. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, I know you were talking about, I'm catching up on the show, I'm a little behind. That's all right. But uh, you brought up Guy Madden a while back. I think it was with Gail Bennington. Yes. And um, I know his new one just got added to Netflix, uh, The Forbidden Room. Have you had a chance to see it? I have not seen it yet. Oh, I won't say anything then. I'm excited about getting the opportunity to watch it uninterrupted. Nice. And yeah, I actually, I'm a fan of his and I have actually spoken to him and he will hopefully appear on this program in the very near future. Oh, very cool. Right? Yeah. See, we get all the good, we get good people here, man. We get good people. Good people. They like the best show. Good people like it. Thanks for the call. Good people like that. How many times can I say it? All right. Um, <clears throat> I had a new segment that I'm starting. Uh, I guess I should do a, a, an installment of it now. The the first one, you know, we started last week. See, I'm boxing myself in. It means I better do it. Otherwise, this is the first one of it. It's called... Who sucks in podcasting? And why am I doing this? Well, simple. This show is great. Nobody can touch it. We are better than everybody else doing any version of this by a 100 miles from any angle. We can beat you any which way. You can't touch what we're doing here each and every week. Best show's better than... The worst episode of this show's better than the best episode of your dumb podcast. Podcast world is a overflowing toilet of half celebrities jumping on bandwagons they never should jump on. They will abandon their post soon enough. I would like to mention a podcast that I think sucks is, uh, the, uh, hmm, which one sucked? All of them suck. So kind of my pick. I was listening to, uh, uh, which one was I listening to today? I listened to a minute of this one, uh, the, uh, the Vulture, uh, TV podcast. Yeah, the Vulture TV podcast. And it's like, you know what it may, you know, you hear these critics talk, man, suddenly, not so easy to be entertaining, is it, guys? Not so easy. Just like, and they're picking apart. Do you think the Broad City 
isn't as funny this year anymore. It's a, the Alana's not as funny as she was last year. I thought she. Why, 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 why don't we, we navel gaze a little more, guys? What? And they sound so tentative and, and unentertained. It's so hard doing it. It's hard being funny, guys. You'll never come within a hundred miles of it. That's a quick one. Vulture TV podcast sucks. Everybody knows my legendary takedown of, uh, Kevin Smith's Fat Man on Batman that I did last week. Which I'm going to do in like an hour and a half. I listened to a few episodes of that. Holy moly, is that bad. This Kevin Smith man just talk like. This guy, did he, did he just build a microphone into his mouth at this point? Just talks and talks and talks. Any, any, any hour of the day about anything, he records it. Jeepers Creek. Let's go. Gee, they've got to go back to the days where, where it costs tape. You had to pay for tape to record. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Dudio? Then you had to think of, you had to think twice. Is this worth it? Make it count. Exactly. Best show. Yes. Yes. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Hi, Tom. This is uh, Joe from Edentown, New Jersey. Joe from Eatontown. What's up in Eatontown tonight, Joe? Oh, not a lot. I'm just uh, hanging out with my dog. And, uh, I saw your message on Twitter, so I thought I'd call it to the best show. What's your dog's name? Scotty. Scotty. What kind of dog is Scotty? Uh, he's a mutt. He's kind of a lab uh, pit bull mix, we think. And Scotty, can you get Scotty to bark? Hey, Scotty, come here. Let me talk to Scotty. Scotty. Uh, he might not bark, but you can hear him snort. Here you go. Scotty. 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 Heel. Scotty. I, I couldn't get <laughs> Put the phone up to Scotty's ear, please. Here. Scotty. Snow. Snow. Attack. Attack your owner. Snow. Get him! <laughs> Rip his face off! No, you're not supposed to be hearing any of this. Oh, oh I'm sorry. You want, you want me to put it back up to him? Yes! I'll okay, tell you. Okay, here we go. Well, Scotty will tell you when I'm done talking to him. <laughs> put it back up to Scotty's ear. Come on, hurry. Okay, alright, here we go. Scotty. Hey, Scotty. Scotty. What's up, Scotty? Schnell. Scotty. Uh, what, what's the trigger thing here? It'd be like, uh, uh, like, uh, what's a Robert Frost poem? I walk down two roads and that's not the right trigger. I'm assuming if this do- dog's got some sort of like trigger in him that's gonna make him go nuts. I'm sorry, Tom, he seems a little distressed. Well, I probably got close to the trigger, that's why he seemed distressed. Oh, okay. It's starting to flare up in him, but it did not get fully, uh, ignited. He does look like he's getting hyped up, I gotta say. Yeah, well, you're gonna have an interesting, uh, night tonight. <laughs> when the rest kicks in and Scotty becomes a, a, a killing machine. <laughs> oh no. Goes full Cujo on you. No, that won't happen. So what's going on, buddy? Uh, I was calling, I had a two part question for you. Um, 
The first part is, did, did you hear about that new Monkees record that's coming out? And if so, did you have an opinion about it? Look, I think it's interesting that they're working with uh, some good songwriters. Uh, I think I want to know more about it. I want to ask uh, uh, Ben Gibbard, my friend, did a song for them. I want to find out about that. And it's look, they they the monkeys at their best put together good source material. So this is like a throwback to that. So good. They where they get the best songwriters to put songs into the mix. Who else wrote songs for it? Do you remember? I think they, uh, the article I read said that it's, uh, they, Andy Partridge did a song for it and, uh, one of the guys from, uh, Fountains of Wayne. Mm-hmm. And, Let's go uh, look. My, my, uh, Mickey Dolenz has one of the best voices, uh, in, in pop music of all time. I, I don't disagree. So, don't so it's agree. nice. He sings some, he'll sing some hit songs, uh, some new, some new well-written songs for him. Well, that leads my my other question was related to that. If you could fantasy book a monkey's record, like who's going to write what songs, modern day, who would you put on it? Hmm, interesting. So I have my I have my choice of all songwriters. Present day, yes. Yeah, present here we go. I'd, I'd get uh, my, Mike Nesmith would sing a, a, a song by Greg Cartwright from Raining Sound. He'd sing. Okay. Ooh, he'd that do that, right? Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, I think he could do, like, a great, like, minor chord, like, Valerie-type song, I was thinking. Like, he would knock that out of the park. I was thinking more like those truly sad ones, like Nine Times Blue, like those ones, like, that he would do that were just, like, where it's, like, they're, like, uh, heartbreaking. Like, but he could, imagine him singing uh, 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 the the Raining Sound song, If You Can't Give Me Everything. That would be, like... Michael Nesmith singing that would be just epic. Then you get Mickey. I think Mickey would do the, like, yeah, like Andy Partridge is good for that. Maybe you get him doing like a, a Colleen Green type song, right? Oh, well, yeah, that, I could see that working. Be awesome. And then Davy Jones, I probably want him to do. Um, this might be a little bit of a long shot. Uh, uh, New York City Tonight by Gigi Allen. <laughs> You can't picture him going, come on, baby, let's get going. We've got lots of things to do. Come on, baby, we've let's get going. We're going to have fun in New York City tonight. Shaking the tambourine. Fun, fun in the city tonight. Right? I think with ample tambourine, that, that could definitely work. I think that would be, that would, I, I'm telling you, that song, the thing I just wrote, that is, I'm, I gotta find this song now. Here. Picture slowed down a little bit. This, this guy can't hear it, right? Can you hear that, uh, buddy? I, no, I can't hear anything. I'm sorry. hear that buddy yes okay now imagine davy jones doing this slow down though we'll cut it half speed
right? Definitely. Davy Jones doing New York City tonight would be legendary. <laughs> right? And then Peter Tork, we'd get him to do a... Uh, what would Peter Tork do? Dudio? They might be giants. Ooh, you know what song we could get him to do? Because I have, I have this, this band on the brain now. Because I just saw him two nights in a row. Okay. I saw I saw a LCD sound system two nights in a row. At the reunion show. Reunion shows Webster Hall. What do you think about that, Chief? Nothing. You got no thoughts about that. Hey, what's your name Hello? again? Uh, Joe. Joe, you got no thoughts about me seeing both shows, both reunion shows? I, I can still hear in the uh, the Gigi song. Oh, there. you're still hearing Gigi Allen. Sorry. How about now? That's better. Yeah, yeah, that's yes. better. So you got no thoughts? I said I saw LCD Sound System two shows in a row. At the okay. Thing. So it's making me think that this would be a perfect Peter Tork song. Okay. Right. Peter Tork doing North American Scum. Uh, yeah, I can hear that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know oh, where to begin. We are North Americans, and for those of you. Right, because Peter, look, Peter Tork's vocals were never the uh, strong smoot. He could pull that off, something a little, slightly talkier than than uh, right. Yeah, and and maybe you know more of like an old sixties type of organ doing that that groove. I think that would that would work. Yeah, yeah, let's get that to happen. Because this is usually what you think of when you think of Peter Tork on a Monkey's album. Peter Ursof Addison had a pig named Porky. This pig named Porky loved pie. He loved pizza pie, pumpkin pie, pineapple pie, pizza pie, mince tarts. And Peter Ursof Addison's pig Porky loved pie for breakfast, pie for lunch, pie in the afternoon, and pie before he went to bed. Peter Ursof Addison's pig Porky ate so much pie that do you know what he did? He popped. They like. Imagine they gave him a full songwriting credit for it. Like, imagine you wrote, <laughs> imagine you wrote Star Collector, for example, or you wrote Pleasant Valley Sunday or Daily Nightly. You're talking, we're talking about Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones now. Okay. Imagine you wrote, you're Michael Nesmith and you wrote Love is Only Sleeping, right? Classic song. And then Peter Tork comes in. With 29 seconds of him going, right? And he gets an equal cut. You know Pink Floyd? You know what Pink Floyd? The whole band was so furious because at, at Nick Mason, he got sole songwriting credit for the first song on Dark Side of the Moon called Speak to Me. Mm -hmm. Do you know Speak to Me? Do you know that song? I I don't know Floyd. It goes like this. 
It's nothing. It's sound effects. And he got a songwriting credit for it. Yeah, this is this is speak to me. You hear that? It's a heartbeat. He got a full one tenth of the songwriting money. Just for that. You hear it? Very faintly. Yeah, because there ain't much to hear, bro. <laughs> you ain't missing nothing. Well, well, that that made me think of something else. If somebody were going to write kind of like the gibberishy, like zilch type song on a monkey song, would you even get somebody in there to do that? Like maybe get Weird Al in there to do that? Get Weird Al to do Like I could do. Weird Al's got enough going his way these days. Oh, that's true. He's got the confidence. Throw, throw a bone. Throw a bone to the rest of us, Weird Al. Look, Weird Al knows. I love Weird Al. But uh, spread the spread the wealth. John Daly and Weird Al got to start spreading the wealth a little bit. They're keeping all the good stuff for themselves. Dudes like guys like me and Dudio, we ain't got uh, a, a, a pot to bleep in. You know what I mean? Sure. The way it goes these days, ain't got a pot to bleep in. <laughs> but uh, we're not gonna throw me the zilch gig if they're gonna have a comedy routine on there uh, on the monkeys one. Yeah, I think that could work out. I think it could, too. All right, buddy. Thanks for the call. Thanks. Yes, these podcasts, man. I was listening to a whole bunch of podcasts this week. That vulture one's driving me up the wall. These TV critics staring at overanalyze in the, the broad city. When the thing with the, oh, calm down. Abby's character's not developed this year. Okay. Look, did I want to throw up during that Hillary Clinton one? Yeah, a little bit. It was like a weird political commercial. That's fine. It's their show. It's not my show. I'm doing my show. I do whatever weird stuff I want to do speaks to me. They want to do what speaks to them. More power to them. That's why you go get your own show if you don't like it. But I don't think, that, I don't know if they lost it, if they're not funny anymore. They're, of course they're funny. They're very funny. They're two funny people. And it's got funny uh, cast on it. It's a sick world, man. Sick, sad world. And on that note, do you want to come in here, Jason? We'll talk to Jason for a few minutes, and then we'll wrap it up. Here he comes, walking down the street. He gets the funniest looks from everyone he meets. Hey, hey, it's the slaw dog. (laughs) (laughs) I loved how John was wrapped up in the uh, the slaw dog. He he was hooked. He was just like trying to figure it out. And And he's not alone in that some people aren't. Some people aren't convinced that it's a mystery that they want an answer to. Right. Have you heard that from anyone? I have heard that from a lot of people. That people want it to just, they've got enough of a tease that it's like based on the goonies. Yeah. That they're like, the rest (laughs) can just sit, that it can go to the end of time. I don't need to know. I don't need to know the answers to the universe. Well, that's up to you guys. If you don't want to know, 
Well, you who know the rest it, of it, you who know it, know the answer, right? If you actually n- truly know the answer, I truly know the answer. Okay, yeah, really? You're oh, one hundred percent. You're sure? I know exactly when it happened. All right, I've heard conflicting. I'm just making <laughs> stuff up now. No. So no. you do you feel like the answer will? Would the answer in any way be be more frustrating? Knowing the answer, is there anything more? Is there, is there any downside to knowing the answer? I don't think so. I think it's, I think knowing the answer is the entire piece. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a release. All right. Like you finally know the entire, it's a puzzle. It's a puzzle. So yeah. it's, it's like, it's like, uh, it's not like, uh, JFK. No, no. It's a mystery <laughs> wrapped in a riddle. Right. Inside an enigma. Nothing like that. Slaw dog. Yeah. There's not like charts that people are going to be drawing, showing connections, and this is slaw dog. It's like on April fourth. <laughs> no, nothing no. like that. Okay, nothing like that. Good. Yeah. You know what I want to tell you about while you're here? What's that? Squarespace. <laughs> I want to tell you about Squarespace. You just sit and listen. Hey, I it. have a Squarespace. Oh, you do? Yes. All right. You, you please. Then you. I'm not talking to you now. Right. I'm talking to everybody but you. Yes. Squarespace. It's a website company. Right? Is that? Look, okay. Starting this over. Take two. And action. Look, you're trying to build your website. It's hard doing that code, learning all about code. I don't know that stuff. The tech stuff. Jason sees it when I come in here. I don't know how to run the board. He just goes... Does this, that, and the other thing sets it up and then it works. I do my part because look, I got my passion to do my radio show. You have your passion to do your online business or you get your restaurants menu online or your resume or anything you want to get up. That's what counts is the thing that you're good at. We're not all good at coding and computer stuff. So that's where Squarespace comes in. They provide very easy-to-use tools to help you build a website that will be professional, regardless of your skill level, with no coding required. And you go to Squarespace. You go to squarespace.com. It's very simple. You build that website without a sweat. They've got state-of-the-art technology, security, 24-7 online customer support, so many important respected brands and people use it, aka of for example, Dudio does. Yeah. Can't beat the ease and simplicity. So what are you waiting for? You got your passion, the thing you're excited about, you go to squarespace.com. Use the offer code best show to get ten percent off your first purchase. And that's how you also show support for the best show. By going there, starting that account. That way, they continue to support the best show. And we always appreciate Squarespace's very enthusiastic support for the best show. So go over there. No credit card required. Start building that website. Squarespace.com. Offer code Best Show to get 10% off your first purchase. Thank you for your support. Squarespace, build your website, brah. Still hasn't caught on yet. They said, they said there's no more tagline. But there is a tagline. Yeah. Build your website, bro. 
Squarespace. Found your website, bruh. Now, Jason. Yes. You. Help me out here with this. This uh, Okay. Look, I'll talk more on the show that I did last week, AKL, otherwise known as the one I'm going to do in an hour. In just yeah. Yeah. Minutes. Batman versus Superman. I saw it. I'll talk right. all about it in that show. Okay. But you know what I'm excited about is Suicide Squad. <laughs> right? Are you legitimately excited after yeah. seeing Superman versus Batman? But that trailer for Suicide Squad is so different than Superman it is. versus Batman. It it's is. fun. It has, uh, yeah, it is fun. So that, because look, I grew up reading Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. I always said, make mine Marvel. Amen. And I was not interested in the distinguished competition. But you <laughs> seem to know a little bit more about DC than I do. I, I am a Marvel guy through and through, but I, I did grow up reading Batman and Detective Comics. Okay. So. Do you know this Suicide Squad? I know it well enough. So who's yeah. in this thing? You got Deadshot. Yeah. Deadshot. Who's played by Will Smith. And then you've got uh, Har- Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, played by Margot Robbie. Yeah. Um, then you've got Captain Boomerang. Is Captain Boomerang is in it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Who's playing Captain Boomerang? Some Australian dude. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Then you've got who else is in it? Who's the crocodile guy? What's his name? I don't name? know. Is it Killer, Croc? Is it Killer, Killer Croc? Croc? Yeah, it's Killer yes. Croc. Then who's the... Enchantress is she in that? Is that someone in that? That I don't know. The Enchantress name. sounds more like a Thor character. I think the the Enchantress was Thor. All right. Yeah. All right. But Joker's in it. Joker. And apparently, in it. every time Jared, you know, Leto was in the room, mm-hmm. everyone just couldn't keep in their eyes off of him. Look, I would be staring at anybody <laughs> playing it. Honestly, yes. If I was on the set. And anybody was playing the Joker. If Jeremy Piven was playing the Joker. You'd stare at him. Yeah. Well, actually, I think that would, maybe they should have gone. What if he played oh, Joker? Man. Can you imagine him as Joker? It'd be amazing. The Joker, him, just like, imagine that trailer building to the point when suddenly they're ready to reveal the Joker. <laughs> and then it's Jeremy Piven with green hair. Does he have facial hair? He, uh, he would have his, his, Classic Van Dyke dyed orange. <laughs> no, that's the Riddler. Yeah, yeah, what? that's close to Riddler. Joker's more green, right? Yeah, he's always so green. be neon green. You have green hair. Yeah, green right? hair, green yeah. hair. Yep. So picture Jeremy Piven, green hair, green Van Dyke, <laughs> and he goes, "I can't wait to show you my toys." <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I would love Jeremy Piven as the Joker. I would go nuts for that. Who would be the great? This is a topic for an entire show, I think. Yeah. Who would be the best Joker? Would he be the worst Joker also? He might be the... He'd be the... He might be the worst. He might be the worst. That might... Yeah. It's like you want to see three minutes of it, but you want the right to also (laughs) veto it. Yeah, or switch out like (laughs) midstream. Yeah, be just like... Wait, we did not sign off on this yeah. all the way down the line, did we? Oh, no. <laughs> this guy's going to be in every one of these movies. Seven yeah. films. With Jeremy Piven as the Joker. No, I'm excited about that movie. I'm excited about Civil War. I'm very excited about Civil War. Are you excited about watching Ant-Man? Yes. Get shot on a arrow? Yeah. And I know spoilers about it, so I'm not going to say. 
Don't say it. I'm not going to ruin it for everyone. Look, I could spo- I could say a spoiler about Batman versus Superman right now. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I'm pro- I was I was planning on the going this week. The ultimate spoiler about it is yeah. that it's it's uh they spoil it. Right. The movie is a spoiler. They, they spoil it, spoils it themselves. Your day. Yeah. It like spoils your good time at the movies. At what point while watching the movie did you think I I can't wait to leave? No, this is what I would say. First, 90 minutes in cuz yeah. it's an hour, it's two and a half hours. Right. 90 minutes in, I was like is literally the most boring movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but then the final hour, they're just fighting the whole time. I was like, well, okay, I can watch this. They're fighting. Well, the fight stuff I was fine. Yeah. When Batman finally su- squared off against Superman, I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah. And then the, then I, w- I would watch that hour again of the movie. I just don't want to watch the preceding 90 minutes that got to that point. Was Affleck even good though as a Batman? I don't even know. He wasn't the worst Batman. Better than Val Kilmer? He's better than Val. I thought he was better really? than Val Kilmer and better than George Clooney. Wow. I liked Kilmer. But he was like he was like he looked beat up. He looked like a beat up rich guy. Right. That's fine. Yeah. I don't have this hatred towards Ben Affleck that everybody's Seems to have like this this rage yeah. against him, like the idea that like when the movie started getting bad reviews, people were like, <laughs> "Look at this!" <laughs> it's like you realize this guy made two hundred million dollars off of being involved in this franchise. Yeah, when it's all said and done, he's gonna like walk away with like <laughs> a quarter. He'll walk away with a quarter of a billion dollars. Yes, yeah, completely. When this, when by the time he's done participating in these Batman movies. Yeah. He'll be so rich that it makes his current wealth like a <laughs> joke. But everybody's like, <laughs> yeah. what a loser. He's in a movie that's not good. And it was the biggest opening for Warner Brothers ever? Yeah. 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 It's, it didn't fail. No, it didn't fail at all. And people are going to go... People in the theater were liking it, too. The theater I saw, people were liking it. Were they standing up and... They were like throwing when, fists up. They were there was clapping and stuff yeah. during parts when Wonder Woman shows up. People cheered. Yeah, and it was awesome when she showed up. I like that. Did that get you excited for the Wonder Woman movie? At that point, I was a little. You were little, you were done. I was a little tired. By yeah. That point, honestly, I was like, why couldn't they put this fighting early in it, <laughs> and then I would have just left at a point. Yeah, I would have just yeah. left. <laughs> They should have just put the fighting in the... They should sell anybody who saw the movie. They should also make available a 55-minute version of the movie that you can go see for $2. Yeah. You go back in. They squeeze another $2 out of you. You see it. You just watch the fights. And then you leave. They can even make it 5 I would even go back for $5 to watch... The final hour of the movie. I would pay another five dollars to just watch that fight stuff again. <laughs> if they if they knew what was good for them, that's what they would do. Yeah, squeeze a good uh, second second round out of you. Well, you know that the the director's cut that comes out on Blu-ray in July is going to be rated R. Rated R, and I think it adds forty minutes. Oh. And I'm sure it's not fighting that it's adding. It's probably going to be more talking. Yeah. About the f- upcoming fight. Unbelievable. The amount of chit-chat <laughs> going on in that movie. Oh, brother. That was something else. So what's going on with you? Anything you want to say? 
Not much. Not much. I do want to say that, uh, I find it funny that just in your, in your chat with John Daly, that there is a, uh, you know, there's a golf player named John Daly. Mm-hmm. Same with Adam Scott. Yeah. There's also a famous golf player named Jason Gore. Really? Yes. And I get a lot of emails from his family. He's currently? He's currently. A current golfer. So you share a name with a golfer as well. That is wild. Yeah. So if they do a second version of this. John Daly. I'm available. Adam Scott versus Jason Gore. Yeah. But I get a lot of the email for the golfer. Like, you know, Aunt Mindy said you look great this weekend. And I have to write back and say, well, thanks. Tell Aunt Mindy thank you, but. You should it's write back me. and just say, like, uh, hey, what's uh, Aunt Mindy's uh, credit card number again? <laughs> I just need to I just need to double check. She always gives it to me. She always gives it to me. I just need to check. The one that she uses the most. Can you just right. pull it out of her purse and just, and just type it back to me? I just want to make sure I have the right one. Yeah. Starts with a four. You just say, like, you just say, yeah, it's a visa. Starts with a four. four. Which one is that? Oh, it- Come on, Aunt Mindy, she knows me. I'm, I'm famous golfer Jason Gore. She'll be okay with it. I'll pay hey, her back that, tomorrow. What's that security code? Three digit security code on the back. <laughs> Just, then this golfer is like, and where is he from? I think he, he's from California. Okay. We follow each other on Twitter because okay. so many people were cross tweeting sure. yeah. that he eventually followed. So what me. is he getting thrown his way? He's getting like He's uh, probably getting slawed on yeah. thrown his way. <laughs> he's a golfer. It's one of the, he's like what? It's like saying to his manager, he's like, what's this slaw dog business? Why are they calling me slaw dog? What what's that? So he's, I think it's that other Jason Gore. Yeah. Oh, the the radio one? So funny that golfer is now. I'm sure he's gotten Ugh. thrown his way. So many notifications on his phone. Because what is his name on Twitter? It's uh, Jason Gore 59, I think. And yours is Sonic Dork, Sonic which Dork. is harder to figure out. Right. So, so much easier for uh, for listeners to just go yeah. right at Jason Gore 59. Jason, yeah, here it is, Jason Gore 59. So if I type in Jason Gore. Jason Gore fifty nine. Yeah, and then the first like then two, you were the first one that came up for me. Then this guy was second, right? And then they see it's verified, so they're like, "Oh, that must be him." Because I mean, everyone on the best show is, is verified. Yeah, of course. That's just it goes without saying. <laughs> Look, I'm working on that. I know. I am working too. I, I am still working on it I'm as well. Working, I'm playing every angle. Like I still got yeah. one more card to play. Okay, I got a big card to play in that. That way, everybody can. Shut up about verification. <laughs> it doesn't really get you anything, though. It gets you like another... Well, I don't know. I'm not verified. I, I honestly don't know what it gets me. It doesn't get me... A, doesn't it give you another view or something? I don't think it got me anything. <laughs> I mean, if you're verified, you should get one extra character. Oh, yeah. You should get 141. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Wouldn't that be great? Verified, 141. Yeah. I'm going to start a campaign to get verified people... 141 characters. I think you should do that instead of getting any uh, getting Mike verified. This dude, Jason Gore, I'm going to write to him right now. Okay. First, I'm going to follow him. I'm going to tweet at him. Hey. Hey, at Jason Gore 59. What's up, slaw dog? <laughs> 
It's like, oh, God. Yeah. Just tweeted, what's up, Saw Dog? Um, I should wind this down. Yeah, because right? you have another show. Yeah, a full three-hour best show to do. Yeah. So I'm going to play the theme song on the way out. I'll play the, uh, I'm going to play Green Room Blues by the Theme Weavers on the way out. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, the best show will be live next week. And we will be back to bring you tons of entertainment. Good night. Thank you, Jason, for putting this together. Oh, yeah.